welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play with me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. So, uh, what game are we going to try to remember today? Tetris. And as producer John said, we don't really need to say much more. We can move on to part two. I think he's quite right. something like that oh my game boy must be on hold on sorry oh game boy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's that's gonna be really what we're talking about everybody is tetris on the game boy it did of course indeed come out on the spectrum uh quite frankly though i didn't realize that it came out the year before yeah i'm amazed eight yeah I'm amazed. Yeah, I certainly didn't play it on there. Uh, never had even seen it or was aware that it was on there. I think all three of us had probably moved on to the Master System by 1988. I suspect we might not have been playing the Spectrum as much. Yeah. Um, anyway, we would yeah, have I been, certainly never played it, played it on there anyway. We'd have been teenagers then. Yeah. You know, Spectrum, loading games on tape. Yeah, yeah, I think we've done our time yeah. <laughs> behind the belt, the belt that is tape. <laughs> yeah, because if, if, yeah. if, if we did have Tetris on the Spectrum, I could have imagined like, spending a good good time on that. You'd load it up, it would take you a typical five minutes to load it, get it, get it working, uh, make sure your screwdriver's in the tape cassette player, get the game running, <laughs> and... Uh, well, yeah, I could imagine playing a lot of that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to play the Spectrum version. Yes. Yeah. It is available. Um, uh, those of you who are watching our YouTube channel, as usual, I shall put it in the uh, description box below. There is a link to it so you can play it online on the good old Internet Archive, uh, which is archive.org. But, yeah, I will put the link below. Um, I've resisted playing it. Uh, we'll do that in the second half of our podcast. We'll give you the opportunity to uh, have a go and join in with us. Uh, this first part of the podcast, for those of you who haven't watched it before, we're going to try and witter on and remember a game that we haven't played, he says, lying, for 30-odd <laughs> years. Because I'm afraid, chaps, I'm going to have to break our uh, rule here. Um, this is a game I play an awful lot on my Game Boy. I'm a Game Boy collector and uh, Tetris is probably one of my all-time favourite games. Yeah, I probably have played Tetris, but not on the Game Boy in the last 30 years. Because it's one of those kind of games, I think any new console or any in, yeah, any TV or anything that comes with some kind of gaming capabilities, I, I end up looking for Tetris because it's mm. one of the only games that you know everyone can sort of just play and... It's such a such a great game, such a great game. But I yeah. mean, I know our extensive research and and metrics and data <laughs> tells us that everyone who listens to this is at least forty between forty five and fifty five years old. Um, so we Should kind we of be we, speaking up. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. It's me, your old Uncle Clivey Wivey. The boys over at Spectrum Days just wanted to reassure you about. Getting old. It's nothing to worry about. Being middle-aged isn't as bad as you might think. I mean, I'm a lot older than middle-aged, and it hasn't stopped me. I'm still having fun. 
and my brain still as sharp as a tack. Look, I've just invented this lovely bike. Stick batteries in it, and you can ride on it all day. Anyway, Tetris, that's a lovely game. I've completed it. So we kind of know, we kind of know that everyone does know about this game, but let's just give a little bit of background. You, you never know. Oh, go on. I'll, um, it, it's a puzzle game. There you are. <laughs> it's the archetypal, it's the archetypal puzzle game. It's probably the puzzle game. I think certainly for me and probably a lot of other people, um, it was that first real puzzle game that absolutely hooked you in. And then that's really what puzzle games are about. And I think really ever since that's what puzzle games, anyone making a puzzle game has tried to recreate is the addictiveness and simplicity of Tetris. Tetris is simply a load of falling blocks, different shapes that fall down from the top of the screen uh, you can move them or rotate them a bit like puzzles in a, you know, a puzzle you might play uh, uh, jigsaw puzzle type pieces as they fall down. They collect at the bottom of the screen, wherever you happen to have made them fall. You rotate the blocks or whatever as they're falling and try and join them up, try and make them a, a cohesive line from horizontal from left to right. Once you do make a complete line, those blocks disappear so it's a bit like um, uh, making things disappear by matching them up so you've got like the match three games that are sort of popular now on mobile or certainly have been popular for for quite a while it's sort of the first game of that type that became super popular i'm not saying it's the first puzzle game and i'm not saying it's the first sort of falling block type game there was probably other games similar-ish but as far as mega popularity and making everyone else go, right, we've got to make a game like this, uh, Tetris is, uh, is the granddad, really. No, I was going to say, and it's so popular that they're, that they're going to be releasing a film about, about it soon, right? Yeah, we're filming this the 7th of March. I believe the film's coming out the 15th. 14th 15th of this month so by the time you're listening to this podcast the film i think should have been out for a week or so something like that it's starring taron egerton who i think was he king and kingsman or he was in the more recent robin hood film which was terrible and uh he was a few other things wasn't he eddie eagle edwards and he was a few other anyway i think you didn't like you didn't like the robin hood film the one that he was in, I think it was Tarano. Uh No, uh, dreadful. It, it was like Black Hawk Down, ah. but not as good. <laughs> with bows and arrows. <laughs> yeah, Black Hawk Down with bows and arrows. It was terrible. Were they, were they um, wearing but, green so tights? <laughs> yeah. yeah, combat fatigues. Um, <laughs> what do you mean my version of Robin Hood's like Black Hawk Down? It's nothing like it. Some of the scenes are quite similar, I'll grant you. And the urban setting here behind me is uh, reminiscent of Black Hawk Down. But other than that, they're completely different. I think you'll find my version of Robin Hood has, has, has captured the romance of the original novels. That is Robin Hood. Anyway, um, yeah, I, well, I, I know I sound Welsh, but uh, actually I was born in Birkenhead. And uh, both my parents are from Liverpool. So, uh, hmm, yeah, curious, isn't it? Curious. Anyway, Tetris. Uh, I'm too young. I've never heard of it. So I'm not middle-aged like you idiots. In 2022, I was in a play called Cock. Says it all. Yeah, so the Tetris film is coming out, which is, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with that. I've always thought that there should be a film. I mean, of all of a, 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 
of any game where there's a story behind the production of it, the the writing of the game, the selling of the rights of the game, the intrigue, the people that ended up releasing it on multi-different platforms around the world. This is about the only game I can think of where it's actually very much worthy of telling that tale. And there's no way that I'm going to pretend here in our small little podcast about us and our memories of games are going to try and pretend uh, to educate you all in the histories and mysteries of, of Tetris but there is several videos on YouTube which I shall put links to including the Gaming Historian which is probably the best one to watch it's nearly an hour long I think and really tells you the the, the full story yeah because this is going to be a dramatization but I'm pretty sure I've seen Back in the UK, was there a documentary about the making? I have seen, a, at least seen on the TV, a, a documentary about the making of. And then looking around, you can yeah. see there is a um, um, ex- Ecstasy of Order, the Tetris Masters, which is a documentary about um, people preparing for the classic Tetris World Championship. Um, so there's, and like you say, there's there's various things on YouTube about the history of it, but this is going to be a dramatization, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to give, to give some, the basic uh, backstory of it, it was created at the Soviet Academy of Sciences. Uh, Alexei Pajitnov was the uh, guy that actually wrote it and came up with it. He was studying um, speech recognition or, or coming up with speech recognition. That was his job there at the Soviet Academy of Sciences. So quite an interesting guy. And I mean, that's very early on in the, I think he started in 1979, so into the early 80s. So that's quite quite early on. I had no idea there was speech recognition stuff was being done back then. So I, yeah, they were on the probably the cutting edge of stuff there that they were working on he'd made several puzzle games already in the late 70s and early 80s uh, before he came up with tetris in 1984 uh quite like this quote he's quoted as saying games allow people to get to know each other better and act as revealers of things you might not normally notice such as their way of thinking i rather like that i think so i think that just shows you quite uh, how, where he was in creating games and what he was trying to do it wasn't just just trying to create a game to make money or i, I think he was interested very much in the sort of the science of of making games and he was influenced by games he played as a child because obviously over there in the soviet union there was there was very little um for young people to do as far as pastimes go um uh, the game that he based on was it was a board game uh i'm probably going to get the name wrong pentamino um uh, which Pen- used shapes called pentomino sorry but- Pentomino, do you think it's Pentomino? Or Pentominos with the little blocks that actually fall. I'd have no idea. Uh, which uh, they're basically, they form the basis of the shapes that we, we see in Tetris today. It was uh, Tetris is formed from the words tetra, meaning four, and uh, Alexei's favourite sport, that of tennis. Uh, so that's where we get the word Tetris from. Um uh, the computers they were using were pretty limited. Um, I believe that they were just using the sort of character set rather than actual graphics uh, to actually create the the first version 
of it, uh, sort of the ASCII type set, I believe, something like that. Um, then they moved on, the place that he was working at moved on to some different computers and they, they were sort of using them e in the evening. I say they, there was three or four others of them in, at this place who were, uh, I suppose, naughtily using the systems in the sort of spare time and in the evenings to, to do stuff that they weren't really supposed to be doing um and they came up with this game and it, and it was a hit and a hit in the sense of as much as they could distribute it over there they weren't really selling it because uh, russia obviously had the state monopoly and import and export of anything of, of copyrighted works or anything you created particularly as they were working for the russian government in inverted commas within the state-owned um business that they they were in research center um so they had no rights to it they created it uh and the any profits would obviously go to the people uh it wasn't until uh after 1989 uh after appearing on various other platform platforms uh, for various publishers that it came out on the game boy again the story of how it appeared here there and everywhere it got bought up by loads of different people but lots of people had different so some people had rights to sell uh make it uh, release it only on the IBM PC and but only in certain countries and then other people bought rights to it that uh, was only allowed to be used on other sorts of machines in just in Japan and then there was the fighting over the rights for it to be an arcade conversion and then for consoles and blah 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 I'm it's an absolute nightmare um so it's a, it's a miracle that we ended up sort of seeing it at all really um but as far as the game boy that was the one i think really where everyone suddenly saw it and it became absolutely massive over there in the uk we didn't get the game boy um until 1990 and it was it was the pack-in so you didn't even have to buy tetris nintendo game boy also comes in two configurations the game boy which comes with stereo headphones batteries and the killer puzzle game tetris Buddy. Or as the Game Boy Basic System, where you buy the game of your choice. So a game that probably most of us would never have bought mm. by it's looking true. at it. Yeah. Uh, we were forced to play it because if you got a Game Boy, you got it with it. And quite likely it might even have been the only game you got that Christmas or whenever it came out was that and Tetris. Uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, totally. Oh, it did. I mean, I'm, I distinctly remember the first time that I saw the Game Boy was in our our local toy shop, of which I, really? I had two branches. One one in the town that we have both lived in, yeah, and also in the other town where they <laughs> they have another branch. That's just, <laughs> trying, yeah, trying to vaguely disguise where we live. So <laughs> our fans don't come round and murder us in the night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they had uh, they had games uh, in there in one corner in the larger of the establishments that the person owned, and uh, they had one of the first of those sort of stands that are now phenomenally popular and collectible, uh, where you actually have a, a sort of installed POS stand, you know, with a big sort of plastic display and a, a lit up screen at the top saying Game Boy, and yeah. the Game Boy was attached by some thing that. Uh, you, couldn't wrestle it free from it uh and it went and it was displaying tetris and i, I remember being terribly nonplussed by it fascinated by seeing the game boy yeah boy. very excited like wow there's a game boy my god it's 110 quid or whatever i think it was about around 100, 100, yeah, 100 quid mark yeah yeah why did we want a game boy then just the fact that the promise the promise of being able to play a game anywhere um 
Was that just enough? Because if Tetris, if they were using Tetris to sell it, was there a Mario game? I don't know. Quickly? I don't, yeah, I don't the know. Mario, I'm not sure Mario Land came out. I suspect producer John is is tapping furiously away at the keys now to let us know in Semaphore when Mario Land came out. I think he's telling us it was 1989. Nod, if I'm right, producer John. Yes. In which case, Super Mario Land must have been the launch title over here then. (laughs) In which case, that would have been the game every kid would have wanted. But you would have got bloody Tetris whether you wanted it or not. And then you would grow to love it. Yeah. Like you say, it's, it's a special game. Very special game. It's the most addictive game that I've ever ever played it's the game i have played more hours of than any other game it's a game that i've owned more personally owned more copies of than any other other game Um, more more copies of than any other game uh it's the most basically the most successful i think of the sort of packing titles i think there's something sold like 35 million copies to date or something of of tetris uh, and it did well on the nes as well so they had it on both of their mainline platforms at the time this is you know nintendo this is we're talking about here uh and f- f- as far as me and my experience of working in the shop which was two years after that i started working in the games industry two years after that buying and selling all this stuff uh in, in various shops in the southwest the tetris totally changed the age range, the uh, demographic, the everything about selling games. Because suddenly you had older people wanting to play Tetris. When word got round, I mean, you never had that. I mean, and, and I was there for, I don't know, five or six years. So I saw from sort of, you know, the Game Boy Master System, 8-bit console era, up to the start of sort of PlayStation and, you know, the CD-based machines. Very rarely did you get adults of a certain age coming in and buying consoles specifically for themselves. You certainly never got one coming in buying it for one game. I knew so many older people who were coming in to buy a Game Boy because they wanted Tetris. And in fact, weren't even coming in to buy a Game Boy. They just wanted, I want that thing that plays Tetris. I want to play Tetris. They didn't even really know what they were buying. Don't be daft, June, love. That's just your hands. Uh other than they were playing, wanting to play Tetris. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I can't, I'm really struggling to think of any other time when that really happened. I mean, certainly other packing titles helped sell systems. That would be a lie to say it didn't. I mean, Super Mario World on the, on the Super Nintendo, probably, again, one of the most amazing packing titles you could throw away with a system. I mean, incredible. Sonic sold Mega Drives, but it didn't change the demographic of people who were buying systems like Tetris did. So what other platforms did you play on, Phil? So you played on the I, Game Boy. I, I, I think back then, I'm not sure that I did play it anywhere else. I mean, it, it 
as I was sort of hinting at earlier, it, it spawned a lot of copy things, and Sega certainly were very keen to to get on board. I believe I'm probably going to get this terribly wrong, but I I got a vague feeling they were the ones who had the art got the arcade rights or something. On I think it was Tengen got the rights to it as well, and they they produced a Mega Drive version, but it got recalled immediately because of threats of lawsuits and all these sorts of things. So there's like 10 copies of the 10 gen version of the Mega Drive one, and they're like one of the most sought after retro things that you can buy and they go for like thousands of pounds or something crazy. Um, So I I actually, at the time, for me, Tetris was Game Boy and Game Boy meant Tetris. I mean, and I think a lot of people think the same. I think... I think I, I do think it's the best version. I've played a lot since, yeah. uh, and also a lot of um, copies of it. Uh, I, I suspect if you look in any of the um, online stores for either Apple or Android, you'll probably find more falling block games than anything else. It's so sort of copied. Yeah. Um, and also a bit like Doom, it gets ported now to everything. So you can, again, you can probably play it on your touchscreen fridge and your, you name it, will probably have a copy of Tetris on it somewhere. Mm. Um, I haven't found a version I like better. I have found ones that are almost as good, but that's very recently i think the version on the switch which is this sort of battle royale one i don't know if you've seen that which i think was possibly is free to play on the switch where you i think you're playing against 99 other people online at once right so it's the actual battle battle version of tetris because quite frankly when i played tetris on the game boy i didn't know anyone who had the um link cable thing i rarely played I... Link. I used to buy and sell them in the shop but actually playing other people, two-player, we're using the link cable, or even four-player. You could have that. There was the four-player yeah. one on Game Boy. I hardly ever did it. Yeah, I think I did a few on a, on a school trip or something. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I, I did a um, – I, I put a, a poll out on our um, Twitter account, you know, a lot of – get a lot of viewers there. And um, ask, ask, asking that, on what platform did you first play Tetris? And uh, – of course, we are a bit ZX Spectrum skewed, and uh, uh, but in this case, it came out forty-eight percent Game Boy, followed by the Spectrum thirty percent. And uh, but someone piped up with um, someone came up with uh, Nathan mentioned uh, the Commodore sixty-four version, and I'd never, oh. and I'd never play. I don't think I ever played it. Uh, I did play. A friend of mine had a Commodore sixty-four dice. I did play um, a lot of C sixty-four games. I uh, got a. Um, a, a soft touch, you know, place in my heart for the uh, spe- uh, for the uh, Commodore as well, uh, especially the music and he sorry men- everybody, and he, sorry, and he mentions the um, he had an epic twenty six minute music soundtrack, which is completely different than the um, than the music we all me and you know on the Game Boy, and it's a twenty six minute opus by Wally Bebben, also known as. Um, also known as AKA Hagar, and apparently he is best known for the half-hour soundtrack for the Commodore 64 version of Tetris, which was published by Mirasoft in 1987. Mm. 
So, um, and I've listened, and the soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> go and listen to the, if you've got 26 minutes, go and listen to uh, the C64 Tetris soundtrack. Or you could listen to the second half of the Spectrum Days podcast, which is coming up now, because I think we've exhausted our memories of Tetris, quite frankly, and I think we should now go off and play it. So, as I say, there is a link below if you'd like to join in and play the Spectrum version, but we will be playing the Game Boy version. I've got, uh, well, like I say, I'm a Game Boy collector, so I've got several Game Boys here. Uh, I've got my modded Game Boy, so I can play it in the dark. I know we all like to play with our Game Boys in the dark. I've also got my Game Boy Advance SP, so you can play that one in the dark as well, so I could play... In, in the, the dark, dark. two-handed, <laughs> two-handed, <laughs> with my many copies of Tetris, or my or my vast other <laughs> Game Boy collection. I could play anywhere well, I like. You could play the Spectrum version in the dark as well. I, I, yeah, you won't <laughs> be, be able to see the keys, and it's very complicated, Chris. You're going to find it very difficult. <laughs> it's left, right, down, and... Uh, <laughs> it's very Which complex. is the key? I'm sure I'll find, you press the wrong key for when you speed the block up when you know when you go that's it yeah yeah and then you'll and, need to, you'll and need that to time the, those that. times when you get a line and you you kind of like you, you you've lined up in the wrong place but if you keep spinning it around you might be able to move it at least one block over or sort of things like that so there's um yeah i'll see yeah, if i can do works. that yeah that, that spin is, it, that's the game spin it <laughs> it's like you've played it before or something i have none <laughs> none the spectrum <laughs> so there you are folks uh it'll just be a few seconds for you but for us it's going to be a few days of playing tetris so join us in a few seconds please do pause and have a go at playing the game and join in with us and tell us what you thought of tetris Congratulations on reaching the middle of the podcast. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, congratulations on reaching the middle of the video. Whilst Chris and John and Phil are off playing today's game, you can also do the same by using the link below if you're watching us on our YouTube channel. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and you can friend us on Facebook by simply looking up Spectrum Days. Don't forget to give us five stars if you are listening to us on the podcast, or give us a thumbs up if you're here on YouTube. And also, comment below on what game you'd like to see next. And as if by magic, the lads are back to give you their opinion on today's game. And welcome back to part two of Tetris on Spectrum Day's games we played. Thank you for pausing. For those of you who did, did you uh, play along with us? If so, please do let us know in the comments below because no one as yet has actually said, yes, <laughs> I did pause, click on the link and play the game and then told tell us what you think. No one's done that yet, so please do. Is anyone listening? If you Be are first. listening, the special code word of the day is uh, Tetris is only, only good on the Game Boy and crap everywhere else. <laughs> if you put that in the comments we'll know that you at least got to the beginning of part two mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what platform did you play tetris on everything i bet you didn't <laughs> when i say everything that of course is a churlish thing to say because it really is good lord 
There's so many versions of it. Yeah, absolutely but everywhere. But there's only one true version. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm actually really pleased to hear you say that. Um, those of you who are new to the podcast, in the first half we talk about our memories, in the second half we actually play the game, usually having not played the game for, well, in most cases, 40 years with the Spectrum games. Um, but this, as if you probably listened to them in the first half, I play this regularly, but I don't think Chris has as far as, well, certainly not playing it on the Game Boy. I, I'm assuming you haven't played it for a long time on the Game Boy. No, I haven't played it for a long time on the Game Boy until this, this last couple of days. Uh, I've played it on all kinds of places, like... Um, the Xbox, I think I played it on. Um, I've probably played it on an aeroplane or two as well. Wow, you know, what, on the, on what, the, like on the aeroplane. Yeah, the, the, the aeroplane platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, you know, that'd when, be a weird one to emulate. <laughs> no, you know, when you're sat on a long flight and they've got some <laughs> games and some TV shows, I'm sure I've played Tetris. Actually, do you know times, what, when I... When I flew to New York in 1996 on Virgin Airways, they had Super Nintendos built really? into the um, yeah well, built into yeah it was awesome. It had Super Mario World and a handful of other games, including Tetris. <laughs> and that and that's how you play Tetris. <laughs> that is pretty much is it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued to hear you say that you like it better on the Game Boy because for me, it's where I first played it. It's where I've continued to play it. It's where I still play it to this day. It's why I'm I've literally I'm sat here with my Game Boy now. In, in oh oh dear, the screen's just fallen off. Oh, oh no, no, that's. That's not that's good, not is good. it? <laughs> that's that's not really good. not good. <laughs> that's not good. Um, but yeah, I I played so many other versions, and I'm sure everyone who is watching the YouTube video now will see that I've played it on quite a few, as many as I could find that I had time to find and yeah. record for the purposes of the video. And I didn't really like many of them. The NES version was okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that's about it. But so, what else did you play on apart from the Game Boy? Uh, the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love the Spectrum. Yeah, we do love the Spectrum. Don't but say not anything bad. Tetris on the Spectrum. <laughs> we'll get into what? that in a minute. <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. Let me. I'll just tell you. So, I, I basically I've played it on the Game Boy, the Spectrum, yeah. and uh, on the. Um, the Amazon Fire Stick TV. There's oh. a version there, but I only had a quick look at it. Um, Is that the official Tetris version? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. On their cloud gaming platform, uh, you right. can buy um, a joypad and you can access some some games through their their system. Um, right. So, uh, but yeah, the, the Game Boy is just the most pure, um, non-distracting. Tetris. It's just Tetris on a monochrome screen. Nothing. No. The music's what it is, is which is great. That, you know, that, that music's brilliant. It just keeps going on. But nothing. Nothing else is there to distract you. There's no thrills and bells and whistles of things that you don't need. It's just pure, undiluted Tetris. And I mm. think that's what it should be. Yeah. Um, and the Spectrum. And the, sorry, the Game Boy one is just just fantastic. You could just lose. 
lose your, your time playing it, and and it's it's just so such a good game. But then when you play on the Spectrum one, <laughs> what what was wrong with that, Chris? <laughs> oh, it's that difficult. It was like, look, it's the same thing. Sometimes there's creativity within restrictions, right? I don't know what the real the phrase is, but you know, sometimes when someone's got limited amount of resources, limited materials to work with, they can come up with real creativity. Sometimes when you get given too much, too many <laughs> colors, whatever you can screw. So like Spectrum should have been a good platform for doing Tetris, you know, quite a limited palette of colors to choose from, quite limited, <laughs> but no, no, no. I mean, what's wrong with it? Well, because they've gone and used too many colours and too much. They should just keep those pure. magic eye pictures. The magic eye pictures. Oh, the they've got like isometric cubes in blue. <laughs> what, whilst you're dropping down Tetris blocks with shadows. <laughs> they've just gone too far. It's a typical, I mean, all respect for all developers out there, but it's a typical kind of, I'm going to show off. Oh, let's make it look better on a screenshot or something. But when you play it, it's just like, come on! I can't even see what I'm doing now. Look at the Game Boy version; it was just would have just been a plain background. That's all I asked for—a plain background. Yeah, there isn't even a background really on the Game Boy. Is it? There yeah. just there just isn't one. It's just the screen with blocks yeah. falling down. Yeah, <laughs> there actually isn't a background. <laughs> yeah. And the spectrum, yeah, on the Game Boy one, each different type of block does have a pattern, um, a monochrome pattern. So, yeah, when you build the screen up, it, it they do look different. It's not just so on the spectrum version, they don't. Each block doesn't have a pattern, but it has a different color, and it's like mind bending. It's just horrible when you. <laughs> it's just I just you know don't like it. If you look at it the right way, it's like those magic eye pictures, and it says stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it says it says don't don't go to school play this forever i'll you, take you, you to careful. i'll take you on a trip to another dimension i think is what it's trying to tell me <laughs> yeah <laughs> ebony's are good yeah. <laughs> but then even and then the background even changes yeah well that's with each left i because there's a yeah. button in there you, i think oh i thought oh good they've put a button in so you can change it to whichever background you want, but it's not. It it just ups the level difficulty, doesn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, just everything about it. It's, it's a shame. Like, it's a real shame, isn't it? Because it's not a hard game to make. No, <laughs> they, they should. They should have just kept it simple. There's yeah. this, you know, this concept of just keep things simple, and and they just uh, just try to show off. They just try to show off, but there's 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 Levels where the background, uh, other isometric shapes, circles, arrows, all kinds of st stuff yeah. in a kind of in a yeah. magenta, blue, sort of blue background. Yes. It's yeah. just like, oh, really, really. I mean, if, if anyone's listening to this and they think we're mad, I mean, did we get it wrong? Is there a way of getting rid of the background? I mean, let us know. Because oh, this is all through an, an emulator. We haven't got the instructions. We aren't sat here with the, the original oh, thing with instructions to leave through. So if we've got it wrong, let us know. But I, I agree. <laughs> I, I hated it. I, I, I mean, te the technically, technically, it does play a game of Tetris. Yeah, it's smooth. and It's, that's what... it's just that background. It just makes it so flipping hard to see. 
<laughs> yeah, and then they put stats on the left hand side as well, like how many of the different blocks you've put, you know, you've put in. Yeah, um, it constantly tells you, um, you know, if, if anyone's ever listened to any other of our of our episodes, they know that I do like a good uh, instructions section. <laughs> Uh, it does actually show you what keys to use all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, the just right, in case yeah, you, in case you forget halfway through a game. Down, what, am I, right. what am I doing? Where am I? What am I doing? Oh yeah, I P O S Y space. Um, you know, you've got your score. It tells you what's next. It just tells you everything all the time. What's the yeah. film that's just won the Oscars? Everything, Everything, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, well, that's Tetris on the spectrum. That's Tetris (laughs) on the spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) Best supporting actor, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, if if you have if you have been watching the new Tetris film, then my suggestion is you do um, somehow get hands on a Game Boy and play the uh, the real Tetris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess on yeah, the PC. Like, did you see play on the on the PC? Or there must be some kind of pure Tetris, or even on the web. I bet there's a. I bet on. Well, the, uh, again, I'm sure anyone who's who's watching the YouTube channel, I, I would have been putting on the screen the various versions that I looked for and, and could could manage to play. I played the Mega Drive version, which I believe is the Tengen or Tengen release. Mm. I never know how you say that. Which I think is the one that got recalled again please let me know in the comments if i've got that wrong so i think it sort of only 10 copies exist or something like that something weird like that's one of those really expensive rare mega drive games so i played the mega drive version which was was okay it wasn't bad um i play the nes one as i mentioned which isn't far off the game boy version but i still I still preferred the Game Boy one. I played the official uh, Tetris one that is online, the actual website, the Tetris website. Yeah, Tetris.com. Yeah, so that's that's available to play. And that's okay. Again, I don't know. They've tried to implement using the mouse, which I had a go with. Uh, Again, I'm not not sure about that, which is why I was pleased to hear Chris say that he preferred the game because I was wondering, is it is it because that's where I play Tetris and have continued to play Tetris since 1990? Or is it that, no, actually, Tetris just works really well on the Game Boy? So that I, yeah. I'm pleased to hear someone who hasn't played it for a while is still going, going for well, the Game on Boy the, one. On the, um, on the Tetris.com one, they, they show you where you're where your blocks are going to drop to as well right which is something it's a very sort game, of modern yeah, yeah yeah the game boy doesn't do that either and it, and it also no. shows you like the next three blocks that are coming was the game boy doesn't show you that many right yeah the game boy will show you the next one that's coming uh there's but also the next three cheat. if you pause to stop uh, you cheating it does make that make the next one that's coming down disappear but you can then press a button. I forget what it is, and you can make it reappear. There is a little, little cheat thing that you can right. <laughs> that you can do on there. Um, that's about as technical as the the basic game of Tetris. Did you play the other 
version of Tetris on the game Game B because Game A and Game B. Did you? Did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm guessing by that horrified look <laughs> on your didn't. face that you didn't. I okay. didn't even do that. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> That's Gosh. awful. Go and Gosh. do it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Luck- after this, you can go and do that. And I luckily, you. <laughs> luckily, we don't have any paying subscribers, subs- <laughs> sponsorship, <laughs> or any you had one game, of- <laughs> one game to play. Man. <laughs> oh you my God, that's Bill, you don't pay me enough. You don't pay me enough to do two times. He literally starts and it says Damn. game A. Or yeah, it game does, B. it does, you're it's right. It's like the only choice you've got, man. You're oh, right. What? You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, I can't believe it. What a failure. Well, game B is basically it puts a load of stuff on the screen already. Right, so yeah, I remember jumbled now. Jumbled up load of blocks. And you can choose how many are on there and what hyped and what have you so one of my favorite things to do on there is to put it on the go on to game b and put it on the highest i think which is sort of nine and five i think so nine high or something and five speed or i can't remember what they refer to now but the highest settings and you've basically then the blocks are coming down like mad and you've just got a whole mess of blocks and holes everywhere like you've just been playing the worst game of basic tetris you've ever been playing and you've got to try and put it right it's that hook of tetris where you're playing and you're getting it all nice and neat and oh where do i fit that you've got you've got a gap haven't you and it drives you mad and you think oh no i'll be able to fill it in a minute and then it just gets worse yeah and then then you have to sort of start again you're then you're halfway up the screen you think i sod that yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. I'll just start again. I'll just drop whatever I can. Where, oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, right, you're absolutely right. I've just been yeah. going for a four. Well, that, right? well, that game four. Me, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's like <laughs> someone else has just gone, ha, 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 try this. Well, so we both liked it. Both br- yeah. thought it was brilliant on the Game Boy. Both Basically useless on all the other ones. And you completed <laughs> Game B. Complete game B, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never completed game A. How far did you get, actually? What? How many lines um, did you get? I, 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 whatever I sent you last, I did send you photographs just to you prove did. that I did play it, thinking oh, also or thinking also that I might be doing okay, and then you just replied, then you kind of had double the amount of lines that I'd done. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's good that you're trying. Yeah, it's true. That, you, that You're even having a go at these things. That's right. I should still oh, get a trophy. Oh, I should still oh, there, get a trophy. That, there's yours. 73 Total. lines. 73 lines. There you go. 73. And I sent you one back with 129. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> you weren't well, too condescending, though, with your replying or anything. Yeah, not that's too good. Much. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are watching the video, um, I will try and throw in some footage if I can film the screen on my Game Boy just to show it on the Game Boy, although I have put a backlight on it, so it's not technically as it was back in the day, but at least it might be filmable. Um, I will also probably be using the Switch, which if you didn't know, um, if you're a member of Nintendo, whatever it is online, uh, they've put a load of Game Boy games on there now. So you can now play Tetris on your Switch. So I shall probably record it from there just to get some decent footage. What's Um, that like? 
what's what like Tetris? The Switch, the Switch version. <laughs> it's not the Switch version. It's the Game well, Boy version. Oh, it's literally the same, is it? Yeah, they've put emulated a load of Game Boy games. If you if you've got the uh. Nintendo Online seven pounds a year, where it is thing, uh, you can play Super Nintendo, I think, and Mega Drive. Is it or no Super Nintendo NES and Game Boy games? I think something like that. Anyway, so you can play it on there. I shall probably record it from there so at least you can get some decent footage. And I I have got my Super Nintendo and Game Boy cartridge thing. I forgot. Super Game Boy, that's it. And a, a copy of Tetris. So I might, if I can be bothered, plug it into there so we can get some footage from that as well, just for the sake of completion. <laughs> right. Well... That's it. It's a definite thumbs up from me. Uh, and it's a uh, 10 out of 10 from me. I'm sure I'm sure most people will say that they never even knew it was colour on the spectrum because they were yeah. playing it on a black and white TV and it was good. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, a very good point. So we haven't been giving Whoa. it the full experience. Oh no! Whoa. Uh-oh. Tell uh oh. Uh oh. In 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 the in the uh, editing suite when I'm in there, <laughs> I'll um I'll make some of the yeah, footage of the spectrum go black and white, and people can decide whether that's better. Oh, or not. Now I'm thinking about. It, I bet it's brilliant on the spectrum <laughs> on a with a black and white TV. How it's meant to be played. <laughs> I'll t- dig out the old black and white CRT just, yeah, for, just for that experience. Yeah, yeah. In fact, probably all those patterns that we're looking at on these high def monitors, you wouldn't even see it. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Phil. Oh, it was great on the spectrum. Man. It was actually. That's, it actually <laughs> now I think was, about it, it's my favourite version. <laughs> yeah, uh, with a black and white TV. Least, uh, uh, Eleven out of ten for me for the spectrum version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. Thumb, thumbs right up, Chris, no <laughs> right up, right double up, thumb. double thumbs up, <laughs> a, double in, thumb. a double thumbs up. <laughs> You're playing it in a spectrum with a black and white CRTV in a caravan. Oh yeah, on holiday and it's raining. Yeah, there we are. I see. Well, there we are, well, folks. Yeah, do let us know in the comments below what you think of Tetris. Uh, quite frankly, it's probably the best puzzle game ever and one of the best games I've ever played, and it usually does yeah. very well in various uh, uh, charts around the world, so I'm really not surprised that it's um, everywhere and people are still playing it to this day. I've been playing it throughout this entire podcast, and Chris just doesn't realise, and um, <laughs> playing Game B with the... Yeah. Uh, with the Russian space shuttle thing. So, yeah, <laughs> what game are we looking at next week, Chris? Um, so, the one that we're going to look at next week is, um, I, th- I call it Star Fox, but That's you call it something in America. different. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't in... well, But I always called it Star Fox back in the day as well, I'm sure. No, Star Wing. I won't have it. Or I might I might be getting it confused. <laughs> All right. Well let's talk about that one next week. Yeah. Please do like and subscribe and let us know what games you think we ought to be looking at. But do join us next time for Star Fox Wing, where we shall be playing that on the good old Super Nintendo. And uh, yeah, do have fun until then and uh, we'll see you soon. Hello there, it's me, William Shatner, your favourite West Country movie star. I just want to get my two pence worth in on this game, Tetris. You won't believe on the old uh, 
bridge of the old Enterprise there, that, that Mr. Chekhov, he won't stop playing it. You think he's there pressing knobs and, and like, going into interspace galactic speed and all that. No, he's playing Tetris. He's there trying to, he's waiting for a fourer. There's a fourer, a fourer coming. Ah, oh, he's got it. He's got a Tetris. Well done there, Mr. Chekhov. Anyway, it's a great game, and uh, this is the end of the programme now. Uh, so here's the boring bit about subscribing. Ciao for now! If you'd like to hear more of this, then please do encourage us by subscribing. That way you won't miss out on the next episode. If you're listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, please give us five stars. And if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and leave a comment below about what game we should look at next. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. You can drop us a line using at Spectrum Days Pod, find us on our website, spectrumdays.com, and you can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com. And you can friend us on Facebook by looking up Spectrum Days.